to this week's episode of the Dear Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Martina Jordine, and today I am here with a lovely, lovely guest. Um, but before I introduce her, maybe we should, maybe I should tell you what we're going to speak about. We will be speaking all things, um, I guess it's kind of like how to shoot your creative shot, make a creative friend, like secure the bag, like just how to make things happen on the internet because we are still clearly in um a pandemic and only god knows how long that's going to last for but like i said i'm here with a lovely guest her name is olivia james and i'll let her talk about herself a little bit and um <laughs> we can get into the conversation okay 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 greetings people i am olivia laura james i'm a culture producer wow culture producer <laughs> writer creative strategist all of the above and yeah, your favourite Pisces babes and a close friend of Martina's. Yeah, so do you know what? It's so funny that it's like, that is your introduction. It's like close friend of Martina's because what? I think her, a year ago today, we didn't, we weren't really friends. We weren't, no. When did we, when did we really meet? Like, when did we make it official as a friend? Like, I, I think like, it was the event. I think the event is what um made us like, okay, like we were speaking. Not the top boy one. No, no, I think it's like we became like proper friends i think after my like my birthday event i think it was i feel like it was during the pandemic though not like i would say like we spoke more during the pandemic yeah definitely. but we were friends before i think it's definitely after the event that we did together yeah because i think so okay we should we should probably rewind yeah but um i think i met liv like last year um but I think I'm like yeah I met Liv last year September no like okay wait well, Top Boy was like Top Boy was September times so basically to give everyone context there was a Top Boy event we met just before that no yeah so we, we met, met just before I think there was August, one event maybe. oh no so we met at Shani's event yeah. which was the Peckham it was something Peckham in Peckham levels, Peckham yeah. levels and um the DLT guys were there and Abigail Abigail and, and Ola from Level TV Level TV yeah. So we met there um, because Olivia was with a friend and I just so happened to work with her. I think I, I didn't work with her anyway, I had got fired. But um, <laughs> I had worked with her friend. So she basically, obviously, like, you say hi to your friend and then you say hi to the person, like, whoever your friend Yeah, so then we... Okay, cool, so we met, we spoke, and then we are just kind of like let's follow each other on social was like you know like when you're networking that's what you kind of do just take people's social stuff and then maybe you speak maybe you don't um so we we're just kind of watching each other then we saw each other again at top wear mm-hmm. and then we spent a lot of time together i think because we just kind of followed each other around that day and then um where did we go from there i don't know i think so one day you must have posted that you're looking for a team yeah because i think i was working a job and i wanted to do an event but i just I, like the the work that I was doing, I just knew that I couldn't put on this event by myself. If I really wanted it to be to the standard that like I like my events to be, I just knew I needed some sort of help. And you like replied, and I was like, send your CV over. Not because I think I'm anything, but I just kind of wanted to know what ex- someone's experiences was, so that I can kind of I know what to 
to give you do you know what I mean like how I can help you or what you can do for me instead of just being like hey yeah like do this um but yeah so she sent me her CV and I was like wow this is like I was like <laughs> like you really did it like <laughs> do you know I remember doing that because basically I have a CV but I feel like every time I send out my CV I want it to be visually different from the last time so this time I included visuals in my CV so it was a moving image CV I don't even know how I did that <laughs> But it had, like, videos, it had, like, Instagram stories, because I have a background in PR and social media. And for those that don't know Martina, she specialises in social media, so I was showing her things that kind of align with that experience, but I did it in, like, a very Instagrammable way. Like, it was so, it was just so <laughs> sick. And I was just like, you know, like, I didn't, I didn't even ask for anything crazy. I just wanted something that not made sense, but something really that I could look yeah, at, do you know what I mean? So I can understand yeah. someone, because... I think with all of my clients and with anyone that I work with, like, I like to have, like, a somewhat personal relationship with them. So I just need to be able to get an insight into who you are off the jump and then just kind of not know if we're going to, like, kick it off because if you're working with me, we don't have to be best friends, you know what I mean? But I'd like to be able to know that I can call you and rely on you and, like... Like, if I'm having a shit day, I should be able to tell you, yeah. like, today's not great. Um, so just bear it's with me. Transparent, creating transparent relationships where you can just exist, but then also create, like, opportunities and business within, like, the relationship as well. Yeah, so so that's basically what happened. I don't even know how we got this close, but it I'm just... I'm telling you, it was the pandemic. I feel like what it was, I think we're very like-minded in creativity. So, like, there's not too many people that... I know that are very like engulfed in social media from the perspective that we are and I feel like that's where we connected initially because we think very similar and then also I noticed that you have elevated thinking in terms of things like your approach the way you tackle things is just from a different standpoint and I really appreciated that and then on top of that we're just very similar in just certain aspects but so we're I also very different and it's great different. yeah and it's great because there'll be like things that I'll be doing like for example in anything like at work um or like in a relationship not that i'm in a relationship but like in any like in a friendship or something um and Liv will just be like mm, yeah no and i'll be like ah, okay yeah and it's the same vice versa i feel like i think it was just a thing you know when you just realize that oh okay this babe's kind of cool i like this babe and then you just talk about more stuff and i think as a female it's just very easy to warm up to some people sometimes yeah. and where you had friends that i knew as well you know, I'm on those people, if my friends are friends with someone, I can kind of trust them in that aspect I'm, because I'm I trust their judgment. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was a that thing. And then yeah, you just gel. Like, I don't know if you guys believe in star signs, but I'm a Pisces and Martina. Wow, Martina? Well, Martina. <laughs> <laughs> the wine is whining today. <laughs> but um, she's an Aquarius. So we are very um, similar in certain aspects. So I think that's where we hear off. We are different, but we're very similar. And and I think it just works. And I think, like you said earlier, it's all about being transparent. But let's just take it back to, like, you um, sliding into my DMs. Yeah. What made you feel like you could do that? Because I feel like sometimes there are opportunities that present themselves. Yeah. But you just never go... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you yeah. just never go for them. There's, I don't know what it is, but sometimes you just don't feel like... Yeah. Let me not reply. I feel like sometimes in life, you kind of know when something is for you. You have that feeling where it's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Like, I have that a lot. Not a lot, but, like, there's moments where I'm like, why not? And I feel like sometimes it's harder to create because you don't want to have that business relationship with someone that you deem as a friend because it's like, are they going to even take me seriously? Like, you know, I'm very passionate about what I want and I know what the vision I have for myself. 
So I try to do things that align with that. And I think when you posted that, I was like, I like this, babe. I feel like we could create something really great here. I like the fact that you did events. And just from when we met, it was very much so like, this could really be exciting and we could create something great here. So I was like, you know what, why not? And then I can't remember what I said. And I think also at that time... I'm down or something. I'm down, but then I just sent you the work and you were like, cool. Yeah, and I think at that time, I think... I don't know if you mind, but you weren't, you didn't necessarily know what you were doing with your career. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was like a year, that's actually crazy well, but now that I think and, of it. Yeah, and like, I think she didn't really, and for me, it's like, I was like to her, like, I can't afford to pay you, but I got you type yeah. of thing. Like, yeah. if there's anything that I can do, anyone I can plug you with, let me know, and I'll do that. And because I think, um, as much as I like I, anyone that I work with, I'd like to pay them. If I can't, I think I need to give them as much value as possible. So I was just like to her, like, let me know, like, if there's anything I can do, like, let me know and I um and with the event like I always say to the say like it was basically hers but it was just my name on it I would say it was mine no it, it was a collective <laughs> thing like even let's shout out Laura and Simone yeah no so well. like they like so we had there was like four of us yeah. um and everyone kind of had their own part to play and it was so great because it just made everything happen and it just made me rem- remind me of the importance of having people that yeah. have the same vision because sometimes you can hire people and they just want the money, you know, yeah. and they don't really care about anything beyond that. But these lot really went above and beyond to make sure that things made sense. Mm. And that was great. But I, I gave live ownership. I was like, this is yours. Like, do what you want. Like, this is what I kind of want it to be. But if there's somebody that you think we should reach out to, yeah. then do that. Um, or if, if something doesn't make sense, then let me know it doesn't make sense. Like, I was just like, it was just one of those things where just because it's mine doesn't mean that I'm correct. Um, and I think that's important because sometimes some people just get wrapped up in like, this is my thing. Like, you have to step away from it because I think a lot of the time things that you're working on is bigger than you. And when it is for other people and when you're trying to help other people, you need to separate yourself from it. And I feel like you do need to call on other people. Like, what is your perspective on this? How can we help? Like, this is a greater issue for the world or for our community. How can I, you know, help people help me understand from your perspective? Because not everybody sees things from the same light. And I think that's what the beauty of having a team is. I feel like I'd rather have a team of people that question my beliefs and, you know, say, Olivia, like, they challenge it in a sense, like, okay, let's let's look at this side. Maybe let's think about this. Should we really do it like that? Then everyone asks just yes men. I think it's important to have that because when people agree with you, you're not elevating and it's all about growth. And essentially, that's why you put a team together in the first place because you've understood that you cannot do this on your own. So there needs to be a level of, okay, cool. How can we, you know, really take this to another level? But I know, I think that was a great experience. I really enjoyed it. And I feel like with me, I love meeting people that are like-minded and people that have the same passion and drive. And I feel like that's something that people need to understand. If you are going to shoot your shot, even if it is that you don't know what you want to do, particularly with your life, if your passion, you know, you know, if you feel that feeling where it's like, I really want to do this, because sometimes you don't even know why you want to do something, but it's just like, I have a feeling here. Yeah, you yeah. need to act on that, because a lot of the time was when I have shoot my shot. It's been successful because I've had that same feeling. And like you said, when I first met you, them times there, I was working in fucking PR. <laughs> I didn't like that shit at all. <laughs> that was killing me. And that was kind of my escape, in a sense, working on something that I'm passionate about that brings people together that helps people that gives people creative solutions to their you know needs and stuff and I felt like it was the right thing to do so if you ever have that feeling you should definitely act on it and I think that's what we're going to touch on in this episode like how to shoot your shot what was it the method is there methods that we're going to discuss it's, it's like, very, like 
is there a method to it? I feel like, I don't know if there is, but for me, whenever I'm trying to reach out to anyone, I, I personally don't, I don't really like reaching out to people that I don't think I could actually be around. I think it's very important. Yeah. To me, it's like, it doesn't matter what you can do for me, but if I don't feel like we'd vibe together, then I don't think we should be working together in any capacity. I think, I think it's a thing of, you just have to extract fear. Try not to look at things from a fearful perspective. Like, a lot of people go into situations like, oh, my God, I'm really nervous, I'm really scared. Like, oh, my God, like, will this person like me? Or is this right, the right thing to do? Sometimes you just need to cope with it with that fucking energy and you just have to do it. Because yeah. I, I can promise you, everything that I've ever done that with, like, even even if it's in relationships as well, like, where I'm like, fuck it, it's always been a great decision. And I think that's part of risk-taking. And I feel like more than ever in this pandemic, you have to shoot your shot because opportunities are disappearing as quickly as they're coming as well. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to have that currency of knowing how to turn something into something. And if you have that network of people, you know, call on them, show people, because it's like, you didn't have to hire me as well. I could have just been like, I want to work on it. And I could have been entitled and be like, I'm going to work on it because we're friends. We met, you know that I won't do what I want to do. No, you have to show people. Yeah, like what you I said, think, I sent you the CV. You have to show someone something, I at least. There, there needs to be a... Um, especially when you meet people in person, because I remember, like, I was trying to work with DLT, for example, but even getting that across the line, that took a while. Yeah. But we always, we still remained in contact, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was, it was a relationship that just... It wasn't just because you haven't hired me, I'm going to stop, like, supporting your stuff. That, that never... That was never it. But, like, I always made them know that, like... I really support what you're doing. Like, yeah. I really like what you've got going on and I'd like to work with you in some way at some point. And now it happened. But I think it's very important that you make sense, you know? Like, when you're hitting people up, is there is there proof that you actually support them and that you've been yeah, watching exactly. them? Because sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm a big fan of your work, but I've never seen you I've in my seen, likes. You're not in my likes. <laughs> like, you don't follow me. You followed me after you sent the DM. You know, <laughs> like, like, a, a, lot, a lot of things aren't adding up. So I think when you do DM somebody, it needs to make sense, you know? Like, your message has to make sense. Like, even if it's just a, hey, I've just come across your stuff and I really like you. Like, I'd really like the chance to da 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 But don't be saying, I'm a long-time supporter, but you've never... Yeah, if you're not. I think there's ways around it, because there's definitely people that have just come like, like come to light to me and I didn't know who they were before, but I fuck with their work now. I think there's ways that you can pull in those references and be like, do you know what? I can't lie, I just discovered you yesterday, but I really, really like your work and it aligns with what I'm trying to do. Do you get what I mean? There's other ways around mm-hmm. it. Don't lie, like, 100%, but there's ways of saying, like, okay, Martina, I followed you yesterday or I literally saw a post, someone must have retweeted you or something, but I just love your whole vibe. I've been stalking your page all day and do you know what? This is a great fit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I think people can always get that energy from you anyway you can get that passion energy because I feel like there's certain people that I meet and I just know they have the same level of passion. And I think especially when you're coming to somebody, for example, like you're trying, even if it's like you're just trying to make a friend um, in your industry, I think you have to, I think it's key to like pull out something that you've noticed, for example. Mm -hmm. So like if the person that you're reaching out to really likes cars... Let me pick a different topic because I really don't know nothing about cars. <laughs> um, like they really like makeup and they're a big fan of Morphe. And for example, I work there, so I just speak. If if I was still working, I could be like, I'm not sure you really like this. Like, let me know if you need anything. Yeah. And I can try and do you know what I mean? So then you're starting some sort of 
relationship where it's like you they know that you've been paying attention because maybe they didn't post about morphe that day but the fact that you've remembered it it makes them feel like you you care and i think i'm like you know this sounds like a bad thing but people are very self-absorbed people like to know that people care about them and that people are paying attention especially on the internet so if you can go back and reaffirm that for them you're bound you're bound to get some sort of result yeah even if it's not immediately, but it's like they're they're bound to. If you ask to meet up, they might not see you tomorrow, but you've paid enough attention to them for them to feel like you know what she's probably going to do this more in person, or like she cares about me and supports me enough. Let me, do you know what I mean? And do you know the maddest thing as well? The people that you think receive love actually aren't. Like there's a lot of people that might have a thousand followers, but maybe only like one percent of those followers are really telling them like, do you know what? I fuck with your work. What you're doing is amazing. Because do you know why? A lot of people think that a lot Everyone of people are saying that it, anyway, yeah. so they don't need to be the extra added person that's doing that. It's good to do that sometimes, and it's important to know that you're planting a seed that doesn't need to be in like harvest this season. Yeah. It could be that okay, cool. Like you said, I complimented you on this. It's not that you need to be strategic about it, but it's sometimes it's like, okay, I complimented you on this. We talk about this. We have this one topic. If you're posting about music, I'm going to talk about that too. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. connect. But it's not always jumping in straight away and be like, I want to do this. Yeah, because sometimes there's not space for that. And sometimes there isn't something for you to jump onto. So then you've just deaded something before it's even started. Yeah. I think it's very important to kind of, especially like, for example, in PR, if there's one thing that I've learned is that we have to keep speaking to journalists for like long line features you know what i mean so like mm. we've been pitching for example christmas stuff for ages. since like september, september october do you know what i mean because you just need to keep these relationships growing so that at some point when they start to get to doing like their christmas gift guides they're like you know what? martina was talking to me about this brand let me go and hit her up and see if there's anything that i can post for yeah. her i think sometimes we need to think more like where can this go in the future and I know that sounds very much like how can I use this person but I think as long as I don't think there's anything wrong with using people as long as it's done every but let's get this right every relationship is transactional and I feel any business exchange you have to collaborate like when when with collaborations you have to give me something that I've never experienced before and vice versa we need to both have an experience where we're equal beneficials even though like most of the time you might benefit more from that business because they've been around for a long time and they have these connects and they have that. As a, maybe not to say young person, but as somebody that's coming with a different perspective, a fresh mindset and a fresh something, you are going to give them something without them even realising. So you need to look at it from that standpoint. Does this make sense? I'm approaching this company. What can I really bring to this company? Can I? You know? Do you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of times where I want to work somewhere, but my... Well, what can you do? Well, I don't... I can't do anything for you because it's like... I just want to work there because I think it's cool. But can I actually but, yeah. do the work that is required? And then, because there's doing the work that's required, but then there's doing more because the doing more is what makes you stand out. And I think, and I think you need, need to be to... in that state. Yeah, you need, and I think you have to be very honest with yourself. I feel like sometimes you want an opportunity, but what is, what do you, I think you always have to sit there and think, but what can I, what can I offer? Like, yeah. what can I, I do? I think that speaks to people that, you know, want to work with their friends. Like, a lot of us that are in the creative industry have some amazing creative friends, but we're scared to say to them, like, help me. And because it's one of those things that we need to realise that, you know, people work for the positions that they get into and it's not as easy to bring people up and stuff. So you do sometimes have to prove to them, like, yo, this is what I'm doing. Can you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I've definitely been in situations where, like, I've... I feel like working with a friend could be a really great thing, but then they haven't necessarily picked me. And it's like, do you, know, do you feel a type of way? Yes, you do. But at the same time, you have to understand that 
maybe they just didn't want to like jeopardize that type of relationship yeah they don't want to fuck up their bag as well because they've worked to where they've got to but i think people need to remove the fact that things are easy because it's not and even though the creative industry looks fun it's very hard there's a lot of hours that you spend you're up all night trying to fix something that you know should have been done realistically in an hour but because you really care about it and you want it to be right you're You're doing doing it overnight and people don't realize that and because you see people going to parties and people chilling with people that look like they're their friend, but all they're doing is networking. Do you know what I mean? People think that it's this amazing world. And it, as much as it is, there's hard fucking hustlers that are grinding for years to even get into certain positions. And it's kind of like, that's why you have to think about what can I bring to this relationship after this person has been working five years just to get into this role. But I'm going to rock up today and be like, hi, can you give this to me? Because I'm your friend. You need to yeah. say, OK, cool. I'm your friend. But look, this is what I can provide you. Or even fuck the friendship. This is what I can provide you. And it's cool that we're friends, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I don't feel like you should... Because, um, yeah, because I feel like... Okay, cool, now we're talking about, like, being friends or wanting to work with somebody else. That's a friend. But I think you should you should never lead with your friendship. Because that, that yeah. that's a level of entitlement that nobody should ever have. Because yeah. coming to me and being like, hey, Martina, I want to work with you because we're friends. And, you know, like, you know I'm great. You need to know somebody's capability because there's a lot of friends that you have. We all have different types of friends and you don't agree on certain things or you're, you know, they're a friend for one thing. Yeah, and it's also like... And it's also like... So, so, so Liv and I, like, we don't actually, like, work together, but we have a... I don't want to say we have a business relationship, but, like, Liv knows that she can ask me about anything work-related. Anything. And I can do the same for her. But they're also like, I feel like, so she's like an all round friend. There's nothing that I really can't speak to live about. But there are also other people where that isn't, that just isn't the dynamic. So for you to now come and be like, let's work together. And we've never had that kind of discussion. Not to say he's like out of like your your lane, but it, it doesn't necessarily make sense from the jump. So for you to lead with the friendship, to me, I'm just like, but you're not that kind of friend. So that, to me, does that make sense? Don't, basically, ultimately, don't be a put-me-on friend if you don't have the work to back it up. Basically, yeah. I feel like you should always be able to be like, you know what, I've done this and I'm looking for more experience in this. Like, can you... Is there anything that you're working on that I can help out with? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you have to... I, feel, I hate this, but, like, you have to be willing to work for free sometimes. And not necessarily just because it's your friend. Um, In general. But if you care about it enough, you will. I feel like... There's many situations where I've done stuff for free, but guess what? Those are some of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. Situations where I've worked for free because you can't put a price on those experiences. And when you work hard... You work hard, you feel it. And when when you work hard, those people are like, okay, cool. Martina was really great. We didn't really pay her, but hopefully when we do have budget to pay her, let's call her back because she did this really amazing. And it's all about that going above and beyond sometimes. But when it comes to, like, for example, like trying to build that kind of relationship, especially now, you actually just need to be a stalker, but in the nicest way, like actively engage with people that you want to work with. Like, why are you not in their comments telling them that you really like? their work or that they look really amazing in that dress do you know what i mean mm. why are you not having these conversations are you going to wait for outside to open like properly and you see this person in person mm. and then tell them how amazing you are and how you've been watching them for like for the last seven months sometimes that sounds really scary if you haven't done nothing about no but it's simply just saying i've been following your journey i'm a supporter i'm a stan of you like well done yeah. i think a lot of people don't know how to say that 
like they're they're scared of being that stalker it's not about being a stalker i'm a supporter that's what supporting is about you follow someone's journey you're saying do you know what look martina i've been following you from january 2019 and look at where you are in january 2020 i'm so proud of you yeah like comments like that go a long way 100 and i feel like sometimes i'm i find that sometimes people like jump into my dms and they say really nice things um (laughs) and they say really nice things to me and i'm just kind of like that message has come through at a time where i've needed it exactly and i think you you can never like like you're saying before like a lot of people think that people are always getting these messages and they're not necessarily getting them and it's not to say that i need them from like the internet because like my friends do all of that stuff for me but when somebody on the internet that i don't really know says something it's it's different because like you really didn't have to yeah but i think let's talk about how to shoot your shot because i think you're one of the people that taught me about the email subject thing i don't know you probably yeah okay cool yeah i know i know what you but like the whole making an email subject that stands out because there's many ways of shooting so so many people so many people like get emails and if there's one thing that i've learned from working in pr your subject heading like your subject is the biggest the biggest thing because there's emails that i'll see exactly yeah there's emails that i'll see and if the subject doesn't scream urgent i'm not exactly and <laughs> or it's not like because there's certain things that i'm in that's in my inbox you know like so for example like with little brands like plt and stuff it's like oh you missed this or you did that and i'm like did i like yeah. certain things there's like certain triggers that you're thing and i think one of the things that you taught me because obviously you can hit people up through dms or emails but i feel like emails is really useful especially when you have it because it's like you could be like i think there was one person that i shouted and i was just like i'm your next creative director and they were like damn yeah, I, Do you know what I mean, it catches people yeah, by surprise. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't get that opportunity, but they're going to think in their head, she's our next creative director. So if they ever need somebody, hold on, let me just go back to that email because, yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? So, so one, yeah, so, so one thing that um, I basically do is if I'm ever applying for anything, I'm like, the heading's like, hi, I'm Martina, or like, hi, I'm your new social, like, I'm your, your, next, new, your, yeah, your next, yeah. I'm your newer social media manager. That's a great way to That's introduce it. yourself because it makes people think like, who is this babe? And okay. Yeah, and it definitely is like, who is she? And like, okay, like I'm ready. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, let me take it in. And I feel like you need to. I feel like people underestimate emails. Everyone's trying to jump into the DMs, um, but I feel like some people don't check their requested. Yeah. I don't necessarily like if I miss that notification, then do you know what I mean? But it's, also, one thing people need to realize: if you are going through the DMs. I'm not saying that you have to have Instagram etiquette, but don't be approaching them if you have, like, zero pictures, because how are they meant to get to know you? Like, yeah. How are they going to understand who's... I feel like you need, to, you need to make sense. And you it's like, also, sense. what is your bio saying? Who who are you? Exactly. And it's not even a... I feel like it's... I feel like sometimes... It definitely is a who are you thing. But it's not also from a stuck-up place. It's kind of like, who is this person that I'm speaking to? Because I feel like we... And um, we still live in a society where we we place a lot of um, emphasis on people's roles, like you know, it's so, like when you go out, people will ask you like, "What do you do?" Yeah. And it's because they want to know how they can they can treat you more yeah. most time. Some people are they they're just curious, but more often it's like they're asking so that they can know what you do, how they can potentially use you, or like what sort of seriousness that they should chat to you in, um, but. If, like, you're coming to me, for example, and it's for a creative shot, like, in your head, it's like, I want to work with her eventually, you need to make sure that your bio sells yourself. Like, what do you do? Even if it's not your bio, but it's just... There needs to be something that catches people's eye. Like, okay, cool, maybe she is a reliable source. The only reason why I said that is because... I'm, I'm not Instagram famous, so I don't have... 
I'm not an influencer or anything like that, but I get so many DMs of like, you know, those stupid people that are like business opportunity and it's like this fake thing. And you'll be probably like, oh, maybe this is cool. And it's like it's some dumb shit that you just have to follow and it's like a scam. Yeah. You need to make sure that you don't align with those scam sort of people and that your page makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you do have a business page, even if it has five followers, at least that's a portfolio in a sense that they can look at and it's like, okay, cool, there's proof in the pudding what I'm saying, okay, it makes sense, it aligns as opposed to something that just doesn't make sense. And I think um, from an email perspective as well, it's about finding ways to transmit the energy that you have on the inside of being a passionate person onto email. And I think the whole, your next is, it's a form of manifestation. And I think a lot of the times when I speak in that manifestation tone of like, I am this, I will be this for you. A lot of people, it catches their attention, even if it's in person, because they're like, damn, like, there was one event that I went to Good. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know what happened. And there was this one guy, and he like owned like the company that I was at. It was like an exhibition, and I was like, I'm gonna do this week. And he was like, Raw. Okay. I, do you know what I love doing? I love telling people they need me. You, but there's ways of saying it. Is there's creative ways, and this is what we're talking about—the manifestation way, and just the ways of politely saying it. And it's not to be entitled to the point where you need me, but it's like they have to leave that conversation thinking. First of all, who is this babe? Maybe I do need her. And second of all, sorry, third of all, like, damn. You want to yeah. leave reactions on people. You, pe- people, pe- people, need. people need to feel like they need you because sometimes it's like, um, nepotism is great. Like, I'm always, I'm always going to put my friends on first. Yeah. Like, that's always going to be the case. Like, if I'm, like, I think I'm, my mental tells me that I'm really well connected. Yeah. Need, a photo- need, a, need a photographer? I got, I got the, I got that, yeah. a videographer? I, I've got that too, you know. Logos? you know i couldn't do it so i just feel like you always have to that's my strength like i'm quote unquote the plug like there's nothing that there is nothing called no one that i don't have access to yeah in some like i don't know everybody but i know enough people People to to make things happen in a very quick time and that's why like i've been able to like sell out events that i've planned in a month do you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. i just have the connections and it's through like Silent to people's DMs and like letting them know that I think they're great or like you have to have the shameless, the shameless energy in the sense that like do you know what I don't give a fuck. Like, what what's, what, what is have there to lose? Because they're just gonna air you. That's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. Well, people get aired every day. Be your man's gonna be airing you right now. But you're still <laughs> letting that happen. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So I just think when it comes to <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to your career and stuff, I feel like you still need to have that like. But don't you think ultimately it's asking yourself that question, how bad do you want this? And if you want it that bad, you will do it. Yeah. That's how I see it. Because a lot of people that I admire in the industry, they've shamelessly plugged themselves. Like they've shamelessly gone out of there and just created opportunities for themselves. Because that's something that my testimony this year is that I spoke. I told people what I want, what I'm looking for, where I'm going. And, and people were it. able to help me in certain ways that... I, if I had kept my mouth closed, I'll be here two years down the line trying to figure that shit out. And that's the thing. I think it's very important to understand that, like, um, I say this to, like, for example, whenever it, when we talk about, like, men and, like, dating and stuff, like, I'm always a believer in, like, um, I don't really like telling people, you know, if they ask you, oh, would you like in a man, what type of, all of that kind of stuff. I don't like doing that because I don't really feel like I should tell you how I want to be treated yeah. and stuff. But then that also, someone once hit me with, like, so then, how 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 do they know? Do you know what I mean? Somebody that has never met you in that capacity, how do they know what to do to for do, you? Yeah. Because it's not like you can't treat everyone with the same kind of paintbrush. You know, like not everyone's gonna want to to be treated 
someone might like flowers, somebody else might not want that flower. Do you know what I mean? So people, you if you don't speak, you're never going to get Close what you want. Close mouths don't get fed. That's something my mum always told me. Like, if you don't ask, you won't get. And close mouths don't get fed. Like, literally, how people... You can't just assume that people know what you want. People are too busy focusing on their other li- like their lives. Yeah, because but that's like how I shoot... Um, what's it called? I shoot my shot in your DM. You knew, like, at that event that that's what I want to do. But you've got so much things going on. How are you going to remember that when you get home? Do you get what I'm saying? So it's me reaffirming that every time. Not every time, but every time that I can. So say, for example, you're on Instagram talking about social media. I might jump in on that conversation. Or you're talking about this that is also related to what I want to do. You jump in. And I think there's finding ways and opportunities. And one of the latest things that have come out of this quarantine is Clubhouse which I'm really, really fortunate for and happy about. I think it's one of the most... I, I, I had my first consultation from Clubhouse the other day. What like, do you mean consultation? As in, there was a guy, I think I was um, speaking about, like... We were speaking about the whole Malaya situation and I was speaking about it from, like, a branding um, perspective as to why it might be problematic, like, okay. if you're trying to be a global artist and, quote-unquote... Yeah. yeah, like, quote-unquote, like, your name is a problem in, like, for example, in, like, Korea, let's just say... Um, if you want to reach career, then there's something that you need to do about it. Um, and one guy was just kind of, he he just kind of like followed me and he slid into my DMs and he was like, I like your voice, like I like the way that you, you speak, said, like, like yeah. you you make you make sense, and I like to hire you to to work with me to help me out. Mm-hmm. A guy in America, but do you know what I mean? And it's just like I think a lot of us are just. I say a lot of us, not me, but, like, a lot of people are just, like, on social media to be on there. And, you know, if that's you because you don't want to do anything, like, business-wise, but I feel like as a creative, social media has so much purpose like, and it's just so important that you... Re- I don't feel like you can just sit there mm. and not use it. But ultimately, I think people need to understand that social media was designed for business, like, well, in our generation, anyway, it's designed for businesses to operate and, it was a, and but even but even, but even beyond that... It's, it was designed to be social. Exactly. And so why are we not social, doing... Like, why are we not being social on social being media? being networking and all of that type of stuff. But what I like about Clubhouse is that you could have the maddest conversation with somebody, but you kind of know, like, this person, I fuck with them. Like, they're similar to how I would, like, you know, deal with certain situations. And I think that's what you said. It speaks to what you said about that guy. Because you might not have been talking about directly what you do within social media, but it could have just been the way that you articulated yourself. And it's like, yeah. you know what? I looked at your bio. It says in your bio that you're a culture producer and a writer. I need a writer. I need a culture producer. I like how you think. Because with me, when I get to the point in my career where I hire a team, that stuff matters to me. I want to know how you think. Because how you think about the ways the world is going to inform your creative solutions when it comes to strategies, building things for people and, you know, developing ideas. So that's a very important role that I need. You got what I'm saying? So if I'm able to see you in situations where you're talking about things that directly relate and things that aren't related, but I can still see who you are as a person, that's great. And I think it's important to find platforms that allow you to speak without there being a hierarchy. And that's what I love about Clubhouse, because it doesn't matter where you come from. You have the ability to, you know, tell people who you are through your bio and people are going to believe that. You know, I only started doing production work this year and I'm literally on my first producer role. But I'm calling myself a culture producer. And that's because that's what I'm going. That's the direction that I'm heading in. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm setting myself in that way. And I'm attracting more work to me because people are going to see that now. And they're going to be like, you know what? She's a culture producer. I like the way she thinks. I like the way she talks. She's in these conversations. Let's hire her. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Don't wait until certain opportunities happen in order for you, you to You have to create yourself. them. And you I have think... to create them. And then you also have to have that energy of like, okay, I'm Martina. 
and do you know what I mean? I do this, I do this, I do that. This is what I can do. Don't wait until you have a big job with a big brand to then say, oh, this is what I can do. No, if you can do it, you can do it. Point blank, period. You need to have that energy. And I think that's what's killing our people. Like, the whole thing of like, oh, you know, I haven't worked with this person, so I'm not valid. Bro, if you've got the mind for it and you've got the creative drive, that's what you have to sell to people. It's not your portfolio. You have to sell your ambition. You have to sell your passion. And you have to sell people yeah. that energy. Because there's so many Because if you don't have anything, nothing. Yeah. But they're fucking lit. And yeah. when it comes to me creating my own projects where I want to bring people in, I'm honoring you over somebody that has 10 years' experience because I know this is what you want to do and your passion aligns. And you have to turn that into a currency. And I think that's what a lot of people don't realize. And I think this is why I'm vouching for Clubhouse. I don't have a promo code or nothing. But I'm going to tell everyone jump on that shit because yeah. it does a lot for you, it elevates you. I'm up at 6 a.m. talking to people that maybe in a year's time we could be working on a project. Together. And I think it's and I think and I think it's because obviously some people have more like in in depth bios. Some people don't. Mine is really bland, but um. But you still say you are. It says does it not say Martina the strategist? Yeah, like yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but like I feel like, um. It's one of those places where, like, like you said, there is no real hierarchy. Depending on the room that you're in, some rooms are very much like, "Hey, I'm this. I'm gonna let you know I'm this." Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like there. It's one of those platforms where I generally feel like more comfortable to speak. I'm not really a social media like. It's odd because like I'm I'm a social media person, but I don't really talk that much on like Twitter. You know, I'm not really. I don't tweet. Um, I just kind of like to exist. A lot of snaps like if I'm on personal Insta stories, I'll post and then I'll delete them if I want to, like, so there's loads of stuff that I posted yesterday that are now gone. Yeah, because it's that, that whole anxiety and fear of, like, can I really label myself this if I don't have the credentials? And I think it's important to know that if you know your vision and you know where you want to go and you know what you like and you know what you can offer as a creative, it's okay to say that you're this or you're that or you can do that. And I think a lot of people, that's what I said to before, a lot of people think that, oh, I haven't worked on this project, I haven't done this, uh, you know, I don't know anybody, so I can't call myself that. No, it's up for you to prove yeah. that in the work that you do. There was, also, there was also something that said, um, there was a tweet that was like, um, stop calling yourself an aspiring something. You hey, are that. You are, you are. You are, it's true, you are, because even having that idea alone is that manifesting. You're living in it. To even have an idea, there's, t- there's days when I don't think of anything. Do you know what I mean? But if the idea is in my head, you are that. I personally believe, as a creative, my ideas come from God. So anytime I feel something or I say something, it's for me to now act on it. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, I am that. God didn't plant this this idea in my head for nothing. So, of course I am. I'm capable of doing that. And I think it's important to know your capabilities. And, you know, me and um, my friend Danica, we was having this discussion on um, Clubhouse about finding your purpose and how... You know, you could be talented in something that you don't even know about, but it's up to your friends to sometimes tell you, like, the old Martini, you're fucking sick at this. It's like the other day, you know, I'm trying to think of an example without telling people's business, but, like, there's certain things that I might spot in my friend, like, you're good at this one thing, you know. Maybe you should add that to your business. Like, yeah. you do that, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for example, you do social media. Maybe you should add something else, like image consultancy, even though you do yeah. that. But, you know, I mean, there's certain layers, certain things that you could add, and it's like being present in those conversations and making sure you're always listening and not listening just to respond but listening to understand i think that's very important um and i think that's like i think that's what everyone wants everyone just wants someone to to listen and understand them because there's there are loads of people that can just listen to respond but you can tell from the way that someone's responded to your message 
onto something that you said from the way from what they say yeah. so just for me it's just more so like if you are ever reaching out to someone make sure that you're actually paying attention to the person just make sure that there's intention because i think people can read for the bullshit they can actually tell when you're not yeah it's the truth and and it may seem like no it isn't it is because even for example like i was telling you earlier how like um i've now been passed on opportunity by someone that was connected to you by someone that I had gone to for mentorship, do you know what I mean? And it's just like now things have come through full circle, and I've been put forward because, like, I hit the girl up and I was like, you know what, like I want you to mentor me. She was like, you know what, I can't do that because I don't feel like I'm in a position to. Mm-hmm. She referred me to my mentor, and my mentor then referred me to this job opportunity that came up, and then it's now it's now a case of because she's seen my work and like we've been following each other for. For months. She, she can vouch for She can she vouch, vouch for me. And it's like, there's been a lot of situations like that. Like, Shanice, um, Shani Mears, um, obviously we're speaking like, that's where we met type of thing. But I used to go to every single event that Shani could spoke at. Like, that was me. Yeah. And it became a thing, like, she, we became friends because like, I was always, always there. there. Do you know what I mean? And I, even, like, with the guys from Guap, they, there was one of them that said, um, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was um, Ibrahim, yeah. She was like, you're always at these events. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> but then this is the thing you have to, this is a way of networking. Even if you're not speaking sometimes, you being there is enough to, you, you know, people you, you to want, put a yeah. face to your work. Like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know who this baby is, but I keep seeing her. So, so she's, somewhat she's somebody, she's somewhat serious. And I think that's important. So, you know. There's a lot of unserious people in this industry. And the fact that, for example, you simply just showing up to all of these events and them seeing you at all of these events to them. It's different. And even, for example, if you can't go to events, st- people are still doing online things. Um, or if, like, that's why people say, like, the story, stories is great. Keep on messaging. Obviously, don't do it too much. It's just, like, you're messaging someone. You're replying to every single story that they're posting. That's that Just might- do things that you can actually hold a conversation on. And I think what I... I think what really served me this year is, like I said, I think the start... The end of last year, I was in PR, a job that I really hate. And I had to really sit down and have a conversation with myself. And I said, Olivia, what is it that you really want to do? What is it that serves you? What can you really give to this world? And sometimes you literally have to sit down and brainstorm, do a spider Gary Graham and go on Google. That's what really helped me last year. Going on Google and looking for opportunities that align with digital marketing, that align with creative direction, that align with production. And that's how I was able to find jobs for myself. And it could be that one marketing class where you don't know anyone or you may be the only black person and you feel very alienated. But these are things that are going to serve you because they're adding to your experience. And whether you feel like you're qualified for it or not, it's going to add something to you and it's going to serve you one day or not. You don't go into educational opportunities without, you know, finding opportunities later down the line to apply the same tools that we learn. You know me, I went to uni and I did fashion journalism. I hated that shit. But there's certain things that I'm doing right now that if I did not, you know, have to do a magazine about something and do on, be on shoots, I wouldn't know how to approach production, which I know how to do now. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So never look at some experiences that have passed you and think, oh my God, I can't use it. Use everything. Use everything that you've ever done and apply it to the present. Do you know what I mean? And then use that as a way of your leverage when it comes to applying to people and saying, look, this is what I've done. Everything will add up. And if you're someone that is spiritual and you believe in God, he doesn't put you in situations that don't make sense. Everything will add to the bigger picture. I've seen so many people fall into careers that they never imagined. But if you get them to give a track record of things that they like and things that they wanted to do, it will show you the evidence that they were always meant to be there. I have a friend that's an artist. She's been working on it for years. You know, she's been working in makeup. She's been doing beauty. 
it's only this this year and the, maybe even last year now that she's really tapping into that energy and it just feels like her and it's meant to be her bag and it's like if she had tapped into that sooner do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like there's certain things like that that a lot of people should be doing find ways to tap into that and i think yeah. i hope from this podcast people learn or understand that i think you're the main power and i think you should yeah. you should you, like once you tap into knowing yourself and stuff like the people that you then approach make sense you will never you approach attract those opportunities yeah. don't ever feel like opportunities aren't going to come to you it comes from being authentic and putting yourself out there no one's saying that you need to go into it and write i need this job i need to do this and but you know if you wanted if you want yeah but if you do want to go and type i need this job no one's stopping you from doing that but it's it's more so actual energy to do it that's okay but just make sure you do things that substitute for that yeah i think what the the whole point is like we're in a pandemic so that necessarily means that as much as we can go out now if you're in the uk i don't know about everywhere else but we can go out and see places events can kind of happen but on the internet it's very important that you create a, like a feed that makes sense for you and allows you to get the most out of it so i do follow people that i i just follow because you're pretty do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i like looking at you your fashion sense is great but i also follow people like aman Layla. like you make pretty, sense yeah. do you know what i mean there's so many things that i can learn from um just simply watching, watching your stories yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. and sometimes it's like she's out for brunch and it's like okay well this is a great place i might want to go there and then sometimes she's dropping gems i feel like we should we should be making sure that we're spending so much time on these platforms they need to do something for us instead of just being there and just like liking babes pictures and like make sure that these the platforms that you're spending the most time on are beneficial in 100%. some capacity because what are you doing if they're not that definitely helped me this year as well like there was a, i did like a whole suite of my followers and i said to myself for each person what purpose do you serve do I like your pictures because I like them? Do I know you? Or is it because, you know, creatively you align with where I'm going? Mm. And I had to, not had to, but I felt like I wanted to follow people that align with the direction I'm going in. And now seeing that every day has really, really helped me because it's like, okay, cool. This is the direction that I should be going in. This is the type of places I should be in. This is the type of people I should be engaging in. And it's not on a big team, but it's more on the thing of like, okay, cool. This is what my life's going to be like. So it's like being in a time machine you're looking at other people and you're seeing how they're doing things and you can learn from them and i think don't be like scared just honestly don't be scared like being creative is very lonely sometimes because you feel like you know there's a lot of people that don't really understand there's a lot of people that exist in the corporate world that might not be able to give you the same answers that they have when it comes to them applying to jobs it's not the same sometimes nepotism is a thing where you, that people holler their friends or they holler their family they're able to get a job but you know what I think really serves a lot of people, especially people that are self-made and come from backgrounds where they've had nothing, is to network sideways. That's that's really, really helped me to... Stop reaching for the top. You know, and don't think that, you know, you just jump. A lot of people want that jump where they just get that big opportunity and that's it. Sometimes it pays to work on projects that don't pay you and projects that are very small and intimate because that could be your bag. Stop thinking big... Like, not okay, let me not say that because I always think big. But don't be so quick to um cut off an opportunity that you feel like is small and it doesn't have as much impact as another opportunity because it's still going to add to your journey and it's still going to you know make sense later down the line and you just need to have more and more experiences that take you closer to what your destiny and you know i think where to start would be to really ask yourself what is it that really really stimulates me what is it that i want to change about my situation and the world and you know how can i do this 
who should I be following? Because at the end of the day, the people that you follow is a big thing. We all exist in this social media age. And, you know, there's a lot of people that I follow that I see things, their opinions and stuff. I take it in. Let's not act like we're not people that don't absorb information and it affects how we feel because it does. We're mm. human. That's, it's a thing. There's theories around it. But just make sure that you're following the right people. Like, I go on my Instagram and thank God I'm inspired all the time. I see people doing great things. And I'm not disheartened by it, like, oh, my God, maybe I should be doing this. Oh, my God, I'm not doing it now. I'm very inspired because it's, like, people that, you know, fuck with the same vision that I'm trying to be. And you have to know what you stand for as well. You know, are you trying to do things for your community to better your community? Are you doing it for yourself? What, what are you doing it for? It's okay to be whatever field of the side that you want to be on, but it's just you need to know first. Because when you do things aimlessly or you do things from a place of uncertainty, it's never going to work. It's never going to work. And I think that's what people really need to understand. But don't be so scared to shoot your shot. Don't. Like, I can understand why people may be scared in terms of relationships. But creatively, if you're really trying to get there and you're really trying to create opportunities for yourself, you just need to step with that fittest energy. And you need to show people that you mean what you say. And you have conviction in your words. And that's it, really. And I think, I think that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Like... I think you just need to believe in yourself enough and believe in the people that you're approaching enough. Yeah. What, what are the three tips that we would give someone? Um, well, yeah, if it, what, the, the three tips, what three tips would I give? Um, only approach people that you genuinely, like, fuck with. Yeah. Because... And there's no way of formalising that. Who you fuck with? Who you fuck with? Yeah, because I think... I just feel, for, I know that for me, I find speaking to people exhausting. So I'm not really trying to speak to someone that I generally don't want to speak to. I'm not, mm-hmm. I can't, I don't think, I don't have it in me to be an opportunist. Yeah, word. Um, so yeah, word, I, like yeah, I don't have it in me. I don't care. So speak to people you generally like. Yeah. And then the second tip would be um, always believe in what you have to offer. Always. Because if you don't, how can, how can you sell a product that you don't believe in? Mm-hmm. You know, and never think that you're too small to add to someone's like bigger vision. Yeah. You're never too small you're because never. you because you don't know where their heads at. So like, you might be just a junior staff. You might be that but, fresh air. Exactly, but there's there's certain things that you like. So my workplace is a great example, for example. But like, we all have Twitter, but everyone's timeline is different. different. So there's things that I will share that somebody else hasn't seen. Mm-hmm. So it's very much important to like never like downplay the value that you have like just believe what you have to offer is is valuable to somebody and just keep it going from there my last tip would be follow the right people use social media properly like just don't be following like nice looking men or like hot babes do you know what i mean like follow people that make sense and if this if there's somebody that you follow and they are good no one's saying no one's saying don't follow good looking people that's not my point my point is to make sure that there is a mix of people like people that you just follow because they look great aesthetically and their fashion sense is amazing but then also follow people that are in your industry because how are you ever going to find opportunities if you're not following the people that can give them to you mm-hmm. i agree that i think that's that's something i think all of yours are correct like i definitely agree no i definitely agree i think what would yours be number one learning how to turn your social media into a currency that serves yourself so like you said following the right people you know what's it called showing people stuff like that's something i need to do this year showing people that i'm capable of the work that i want to do whether it's like okay i'm showing people that i'm on set 
showing people you know the processes of stuff okay i'm working on this vision it might not be in fruition until next year but i'm showing people the process of me building this documentary i'm doing this, like, little things like that letting people be a part of your history i think that's very important because a lot of people think that people don't want to listen people do when you're they authentic and engage. real they but might not engage but i'm telling you you're planting it. seeds planting seeds number two for me would be planting seeds effectively so if you're in a room where there's bare people that you want to know there learn to do it like, in conversations even if you have to take a drink you know maybe it's that you have to take a shot before you have- yeah so i would say number two is planting your seeds effectively so whether it's in your inner room so whether that room is clubhouse or whether that room is in physical room like out in the open at a physical event you know finding ways to create conversation that isn't around the generic thing of oh hi i'm a creative i just want an opportunity no it's you know understanding that person maybe it's that they're on the panel of discussion and they've said something pick out what they say i really like what you said about this martina you know this is something i'm passionate about this is what i think do you get what i'm saying yeah. offering something that is different you have to step with that different energy because these people are used to that same shit you need to offer something that's different you need to market yourself on your unique you know selling point what is unique about martina what is unique about olivia it could be my delivery it could be the things i have to offer it could be anything but you need to really really harness that energy and tap into that and really say to people okay this is me you need to make have that presence and i feel like a lot of people be like oh but i'm shy or i'm anxious i'm telling you when you're passionate about something and when something is for you i'm telling you there's a certain energy that you'll unlock and people will be like yeah i see it do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and there's certain situations that i'm nervous in but then i get a call back to go there and they're like oh we really liked you and I'm like really I was just being myself and it's like yeah but we see what you know we like that and I think number three would to be to extract fear you cannot do anything from a place of fear the moment that you start to you know think oh I'm incapable or I'm not credible that's when you really set yourself up for failure and I would say to just stop doing that to yourself honestly there's no other advice around I just stop (laughs) like try to be around people that uplift you Try to be in spaces that allow you to think in a sense that, you know, I don't need to be a person of, you know, working with big brands or being in spaces that all these big people are in. Find unity in communities that, you know, you know, really, really support you as a person that's trying to elevate. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm just, I think, so this is, this was like my first, this is the longest episode that we've got on here so far. And it's also like my first episode with somebody that isn't myself. Um, and I'm happy that it was with you because I feel like this, you are the, this relationship is an epitome of shooting your shot. Um, like she said earlier, like Liv's one of my closest friends. Um, and that literally came from, I posted an opportunity, she wanted to work with me. And then, you know, eventually we found out that we had a lot more in common. So I just felt that it was important that I spoke to somebody that I could that made sense, sense yeah. do you know what I mean because then you can that be like you know what this is an example of what they're speaking about and I don't know if you can tell but we we can speak about this forever we can speak forever <laughs> like about anything so it could just go so we have had to check ourselves and make sure that we go back to the to the point but I just think it's important that um if anything if you take anything from this it's just like shooting your shot can maybe not necessarily land you the greatest opportunity but it can land you a great friend Friendship. um mm-hmm. and I think you should be okay with that too um but you can follow live it's the bigger picture it's the bigger picture yeah. at the end. and even just sorry to because i know we're wrapping up but it's a full circle moment because it's like 
when you think about it, the places that we're in, this we, we've been friends for less than a year, yeah. I, I would say. Yeah, because it'll probably, yeah, less than a year. Yeah. And the places that we're in now is crazy. And there's certain things that we've done together, like in terms of like, you know, there might be opportunities that you've told me about or opportunities that I've told you that and we've seen each other through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We've helped each other. And it's beautiful to see. And it's like, sometimes it's that, okay, cool, we've built this friendship. But we might work together in five years' time, two years' time again, or one year. Yeah. But I'm going to know that this is a friend for life in business and in friendship. No, honestly, because it's like, that's the beauty of the situations. I think a lot of people think that you have to have a business relationship. Friendship, I think, is more valuable. Yeah, no, yeah, well, absolutely. And I think, um, I'd like, I genuinely don't remember how we became friends. Like, I like, how that's some of, my fa- some of my favorite friendships, are the I can't, I could not I tell know. you how I know that. Person. All I know is that we spoke, and because even like after the event, like, we didn't really have much to speak about, but we kept on speaking. Um, but it's, but organic. It, it's yeah, I, like that. I guess that's the thing to take from it. Like, make sure that you're not really forcing everything. If you feel like you're forcing something, then don't, then just, just leave it where it is. But you can shoot your shot and know that not everything's going to land in an opportunity. Some things might just be friendship and that's fine. But let this episode be a reminder that good things can come from it, from sliding to someone's DM. Things that you may not have expected, but you should just kind of be open to whatever kind of happens and just take it as it comes. Mm -hmm like don't don't like get creative like don't shoot yourself in the foot maybe you didn't get the opportunity but try and see if there's anything that you can do or like comment on and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to keep yourself in that person's um space because if you really if you really like that person then i don't see why i should settle on just an opportunity Try, try and take it further if you can um but yeah i will leave live socials in the episode notes um so make sure to read them and follow her because she is a super cool babe <laughs> even though i don't post my work i'm going to do it this year i will i'm going to create a separate alias or name for my work but um yeah it was is this has been the day creative podcast thank you guys for listening thank you for having me i really enjoyed today's episode i feel like we've got our candles burning right now we've got wine i feel like i'm on a really nice it's, vibe it's, it's like this is a really nice mood it's a great mood, it's a great mood. Maybe she'll be back. Liv will be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Maybe I'm coming back. back. Um, but yeah, have a great, great week. And um, I'll see you on the next episode. Adios.